Welcome to On the Record with MAH, the student-led podcast by the School of Media Arts and Humanities. Tune in for discussions surrounding culture, current affairs, playlists, and much, much more. If you've enjoyed this podcast, have an idea that you'd love to discuss, and want to get involved, please email onTheRecordMAH at gmail.com. This has been an MAH production. Hi, welcome to another episode of On the Record with MAH. I think we can all agree 2020 was, among other things, the year for digital media, right? Today, we're going to be talking about the impact it has had on us and the relationship we all have with it. I'm Claudia Fernandez, your host for today. Joining me are Leah Harcastle, studying English Lit and Linguistics, Hanani Aslam, International Journalism, and Catherine Jones, Media Practice for Development and Social Change. And she is also our brilliant producer. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hiya. <laughs> it's very good to have you all. And uh, thank you for agreeing to do this. It's going to be fun. So, okay, let's begin. Confession time. My relationship with digital media is a little complicated. I am doing an MA in digital media. Yes, I know. And throughout the program and because of the events of last year, I've come to experience some mixed feelings about it, mostly negative feelings. So Hanani, Catherine, and Leah are here to try and convince me otherwise, or maybe not. We'll see. (laughs) So you guys, you've ever wondered uh, if we didn't have digital media this year, what would have happened? Why, what, what have we were done? Imagine this, we didn't have any internet, we didn't have any digital, how we have stayed in contact, how we have survived mostly. I don't know that we would have, to be honest. I mean, when you think about social media and even just networking through emails and stuff, I've sent more emails this year than I ever have, which is sad anyway, because I hate calling people, I hate texting people, I hate emailing people. And yet suddenly, like, that's that's the only interaction we sort of, like, have. And I think without it, we really would have struggled, not only as individuals, but also as students. I don't, I mean, spreadsheets, I guess, we'd be working from, but Lord knows I would not like that. <laughs> I think it would have been really hard, especially, like, depending on where people are, because, like, my family lives so far away from me. So I can't imagine, like, if I didn't like if I wasn't able to call them up like having to send letters to them maybe to try and keep in contact and like waiting weeks to hear a response that that would have just been awful that's true I hadn't thought about um letters or anything that probably would have helped me with my course I mean (laughs) I write daily I read daily but I hadn't thought of it that way maybe maybe we should have been doing letters the whole time a bit poor post office would be <laughs> running wild I feel like a, a seminar in letter format that's quite that's quite slow though um you kind of you do need those zoom classes when universities are shut um but I would definitely agree like I've both consumed more digital media this year um so like I've pretty much watched all of Netflix at this point and um listened to everything on Spotify and um but also social media has become really important as because I haven't been able to see any of my friends or, or my boyfriend. Like I've been in a long distance relationship. If I didn't have the internet, we would be writing letters to each other. That would be our only choice. Um, so yeah, I have thought about it a little bit. Like I've probably never spent this much time with digital media. It definitely has uh, brought us together. And I know that's, you know, not, uh, a very good line but it has it's it really has because for me personally I'm away from home and I came here to do this master's and I ended up doing it 
because uh, in front of a computer, which is great, right? Uh, so basically, I think at this point, we can agree that this would have been probably chaos. I mean, if, if this COVID had stroke in like, I don't know, early 2000s, what have we had done? So everything that comes to mind is positive. So we've been able to continue our lives and our work and our studies. And we have been able to, you know, reach out to people, then don't feel so lonely, maybe. And the idea of talking to people that you love through a screen, it's not ideal, but I think at in some level we are used to that by now. And it's it's not weird at all. It's I think maybe it will be more weird when we actually go out and meet people in real life and not in a computer. I don't know um, if you if you think that would be weird or it's just maybe me that I'm a little bit anxious about that. <laughs> no, I think I think we all have our anxieties when it comes to sort of moving on and moving out of it. Um, I like that you have said that sort of you are away from home because I mean a big shout out to the international students because I mean I've been on so many Zoom calls and these people far away from home haven't seen their parents in months and I just that's anxiety in itself and I mean to come out of that away from your own country I don't really know how you bridge that if, if it wasn't for studying that's practically all I've been doing I mean this is my first year and it's just been studying 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 but I mean it's got me through it but yeah it's very anxious to think sort of going back on campus and getting back into like some sort of schedule but I mean fingers crossed we'll be fine yeah thank you for saying that uh actually it's been really hard and I know every single international student out there listening is going to relate um but I just want to say Thank you to the community, because we really have created a community here at Sussex. And uh, even if it's just a small two or three people, the idea of being in a place where so many people similar to you, they're going through the exact same thing. And they've reached out and they created this community of the students or maybe not students all the time, but just people who are going through the same thing that you are going through. Because this is a time and age where we are literally all having the exact same feelings about it. And well, maybe not the exact same feelings but we can totally relate. So yeah, thanks. <laughs> you guys, because I think Hanani may have some ideas about this. We mentioned this before. And personally, when we're talking about digital and how this is kind of like, I don't want to say intruding on our lives, let's just going to say approaching our lives. Um, I have had a very hard time with online classes, um, especially the ones that are at 9 a.m., uh, but I know Hanani has a feeling about it that is completely different to mine. And I would like to know what you think of that, Hanani. Yeah, I do. I mean, honestly, doing online classes, especially the 9 a.m. ones, have been such a relief for me because I don't have to worry about, you know, catching the bus at like eight in the morning or getting ready and all of that stuff. I can just you know, hop out of bed and sit at my desk and I'm ready to go. Um, but also just like, like I have anxiety and it has been kind of a relief to do classes online because I do feel that barrier and I feel more comfortable speaking up in classes than I ever did in person. Like I, I know for a fact that I've spoken up more this year than I ever did in my three years of doing my undergrad, you know? So that's been kind of nice. Um, and I'm sure like lots of other people who, you know, kind of feel that way have experienced that as well. We have an online classes fan over here. Anyone else? Catherine, Leah, what are your takes on that? I mean, again, I'd rather have an online class than no class. Um, I don't know what I would have done with this year if I hadn't been doing a master, if I hadn't had like been able to kind of fill my time with studying. 
Um, so I'd, I don't want to like diss them too much because I would have been so lost without the structure of uni, without having like stuff to do every week that needed to get done. Um, I don't really have any strong um, feelings either way. Um, it has been a bit, a little bit difficult being on a media practice course and not getting a lot of practical classes. Um, it's really hard to learn how to use a camera when you're watching your teacher use the camera on a Zoom call and you don't have the camera with you. Uh, you're just watching someone tell you how to use it in the future if you ever encounter these cameras in real life. That's been hard, but um, I still would take over nothing every time. So. Yeah, you're right. Better than nothing, and we have it. So for me, I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that I had mixed feelings about all of this, but I'm not going to go into that just yet. But I think we can all agree that online classes are not that bad. We're just, I think, we're just a little bit overwhelmed by everything that has been going on, and the fact that there's like this bigger uncertainty out there. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how long. Um, and I think at some level, we we have like this close relationship to like the screens and, you know, the cell phone and the computer, because it's what is bringing us closer to the things that we want to do. And so for some people, this is great. It's a blessing. It's like a great opportunity. And some people actually are enjoying this time to, to be with themselves, but still engage in, in activities and in relationships with other people. It has been it has been good. I'm really happy I've had all of this, but I had some anxiety and, and some pressure about being so dependent to all of this digital world because there's really no other choice at this point. And I've been struggling with that. And I know a lot of people who have, and uh, I know a lot of people who actually don't feel like they can be away from that. They can separate themselves from the digital world to a point where it's. Uh, you know, like there's nothing else to do except to do to be in this digital world because what else is there? Yeah, no, I know a lot of people. I mean, I don't know what that says about me because I know a lot of people who just don't do social media. They try to avoid it at all costs. And I mean, I was sort of brought up to sort of think social media is fake and like digital media, you only really use it if you necessarily need to. You know, it's like a formal thing like you... um. You send an email if you have to, not not if you want to. And it's been very weird trying to toy with that. It is a good thing and that I can, you know, I can text my friends who are abroad and all of these sorts of things. But it's very it's very difficult when I've gone from like zero <laughs> to suddenly everything is online. I've, I've been taking more calls than I ever have. And it's really anxious and it's, it's quite stressful because, I mean, as Hanani says, I think as students, we just have anxiety anyway. And I mean, I have my own anxiety issues just in general. And then putting all of these like images and like what I have to do on top of it. It's very stressful. But yeah, again, if we didn't have it, like <laughs> what would we do? Just send letters everywhere. And yeah, it's been a lifesaver, but it's very weird to try and navigate. What I was going to say was a sort of the opposite of uh, of Lee and you, Claudia. I would say this year I have definitely used digital media more but because it's been out of necessity. Like I've had to use Zoom or um, to go to university. I haven't been able to go there or like I've had to, I couldn't go to the cinema so I have to watch a film on my laptop or whatever. I've also found myself making a more conscious separation from my devices, like having time 
where I'm like, oh, I'm going to do something that isn't related. I don't have to look at a screen. Like I've read more books than I probably have since I started university. I have um, cooked so much and baked so much. And like I've done more exercise because I've had to start being like, okay, this is ridiculous. I've spent eight hours on the laptop today. Like I need to be, my free time needs to be something else. So it has been the year of digital media, but also I would say less so in my free time. I've like started making a conscious decision to run away from it. Yeah, that's pretty much been my experience as well. Because you have to sort of be online all the time, you know, whether it's for classes or to talk to a friend or family member, I have like felt like I needed to do other things. So I've taken up other hobbies that don't need my phone or my laptop. And I know like lots of other people and my friends who've done something similar because they felt the need to separate themselves from their devices. Sounds like you guys have found sort of a balance, which is the ideal thing. And I think it's what we have been struggling with, finding a balance between the digital world, the digital media that you are faced with pretty much every moment of your waking life and the fact that you need to take a pause for yourself without any digital media apparatus in your hand or in front of you. And uh, I think that at some point I came to do a digital media master's uh, to actually learn how this digital world functions and where it comes from and where it's going so I could have like a bigger understanding of it all. And well, that did not work out well for the first because I didn't have the experience I was looking for. And I got really overwhelmed by all the information that I was reading about how digital media works and how it goes about. And I think that what happened to me is that I was feeling pushed into a world that I no understand enough and I could not be away from it because I was studying it. I was in it. We're all in it. And I didn't have the time to stop and process what it all meant. And I just filled myself with anxiety and decided at a point to move away from social media, move away from emails. And I even took some a couple of weeks off classes because I needed the time to myself because I was so overwhelmed and so anxious. It was because I could not understand how to put myself in a balance and a structure, which is what I think that you guys are, are telling me that it was your experience. And to be honest, it's what I am looking for at the moment, because I still don't feel like I am strong enough, so to speak, to go back and, and use my social media accounts and engage with the world in a more you know, active manner. But I think that it's about that. You know, you find a balance, you, you find what works for you, and you got to do it fast because everything is opening up and <laughs> you got to make a decision. I have to make a decision whether I'm going to be like an analog person from now on, which is not going to happen. Not going to happen at all. <laughs> but um, just stop. I stopped to think about, okay, so digital media. Wow, there's so many things. There's so many places that you have to be on in the digital world. And if you're not there, you're probably invisible. And because it has so much to do with my professional career, I would be like, well, I have to be here. I have to be in these platforms. I have to use these medias because if I don't do that, then I don't exist. And that was huge for me because I didn't know what to do. And I started questioning everything. And then I started talking to some other people and they were feeling the same thing. They just didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do about it because it was a feeling that was so inside of themselves that they thought it was normal. And that was a moment of, what? What is this? Um, I think there's definitely um, 
because kind of like you Claudia this is the first time in my life where I've started to have to use social media professionally like I have a for I'm paid to run a Twitter account now um and that's a really it's a completely different relationship with it because there's this whole other layer of pressure like I've been told by my boss he wants 100 followers by the end of April so I have to do everything <laughs> to try and get to like you have to try and reach these targets and things like that and that I can see how that kind of sucks the fun out of it um and I've definitely fallen I've definitely had worse relationships with digital media in the past but I've just found that like it is about um really checking who I follow like what am I actually looking at on there if it's like I found particularly with like body image and things like that like it's just about being really careful who you follow like you can follow people that are going to give you good vibes you can go on there and unfollow anyone that doesn't like I've just found that that's something it is difficult because the more you learn about digital media or social media specifically um I think I've got to be more specific it is social media that I'm talking about here um a lot of it makes you feel like rubbish I was going to use a worse word but um you know like you end up trying to strive for likes or strive for comments or strive for for other people's validation um I don't know I just found that if as long as that's only a problem when if I'm in a good place then I'm have a good relationship with social media I would argue that a lot of the time social media isn't a problem like where I am is um the only time it bothers me is when I'm already in a bad place and then I end up on an Instagram like four hour scroll hole or something like that doesn't happen when I'm in a good mood. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I applaud both of you, honestly, because, I mean, it's a bit weird growing up with social media anyway. It affects you in a certain way, but to actually, like, run accounts, and, I mean, I don't understand the pressure of that. I fully understand that it can be pressuring, though, and I think that in itself just sort of put me off slightly because, I mean... Cordy was talking about it um, because we've been talking about this quite a lot, which because it's it's such an amazing thing, realistically, because I mean, technology is fairly recent and just to make it all digital and accessible and then to think, well, none of us really understand it. And I think it was just very odd to actually understand it as a choice and like choosing to go on it choosing to come off choosing coming to terms with I have this thing in my hand that sort of determines like all of these feelings and I think you've just got to sort of be strong enough to sort of say no I'm gonna go for a walk today I'm not gonna like sit in my bed and watch Instagrams and TikTok all day so (laughs) like there is a balance I don't know that we can ever truly find the perfect balance but I just find the whole topic very interesting yeah I mean I was just thinking you know we've been um we've been having this uh measures lifted up and so we can actually do more things now so in a way lockdown is over and uh i have this image in my head where this is this hasn't happened it's just uh like a visual aid that i have where people are going to be out uh you know in the pubs restaurants everywhere and they're gonna be with each other and they're gonna be looking at their phones this has happened this happens all the time and i have the feeling that it's gonna happen more now not at the beginning, probably, but at some point, maybe week two, week three, people are going to be engaging more with their phones and with their digital lives than with whether it's happening in front of them. Maybe not. This is just an assumption that I'm making completely <laughs> not related to anything. But it's because we've been doing it for so long that 
I, I ask myself, how used to are we to be in, in front of our screen, engaging with people who are not next to us? How will we actually do that with people in front of us? And how will we do that with people who are not in front of us? Because there are still going to be a lot of people who cannot meet to each other. I can't see my friends and my family, even if I wanted to. And I'm sure that a lot of people are in my same situation. So I would be in a place with friends here, and then I would have this urge to text my family or my loved ones and send them pictures. And that is okay, because that's natural. But at some point, that's all I would want to do. Like that pressure to like be on the digital world so they know what is happening to me and so that I can know what is happening to them. And there's nothing wrong with that, is it? There's nothing wrong with that if you choose that that's the way that you want to face whatever experience you're having. Like I am right here. There are a lot of people who are not with me and probably won't be with me because the situation is not over yet. We're so kind of like, you know, locked up and people cannot travel. So there's like a healthy, safe way to balance it out and for you to be present and engage with the world and at the same time engage with your digital world. And this is all I'm looking for right here to have that balance on my own and, and to try to figure out how to get there. Um, Part of that is talking to you, Klaus. <laughs> Have you guys are gonna miss being locked down? Not entirely locked down, but are you guys gonna miss not having options to go out, not having uh, online classes? Are you guys gonna miss lockdown at all? I just wonder. Well, first of all, I actually wanted to speak to what you just said a little bit, Claudia. Like, I don't think you should feel guilty about talking to your family on your phone when you're with your friends like I've done exactly the same thing with my boyfriend we've been a long distance for any time I've lived abroad before I've done exactly the same thing and we weren't even in a pandemic so um I don't think you should feel any guilt for that I think as soon as you start to feel guilty about anything you do it's always it ruins everything so just throw it aside <laughs> and um also I think um something I found this week not to not to get too boring but I was doing reading my dissertation um it's basically about this phenomena that happened in um, the Soviet Union in the 70s and 80s. And it kind of revolved around audio and like radio and record tapes. And I came across this old comic from the Soviet Union and it had like a picture of like young people. And the comic was complaining about the fact that all the young people would sit somewhere on the beach or whatever, and they would listen to their radios instead of talk to each other. Like this isn't a new thing. This has always happened with different types of new technology, whatever that, that may be. Like, um, I thought that, I thought it was really funny. Like it was exactly, it was, it was, I could have like moved it straight into the, to this like century and, and stuck a mobile phone in it instead. It was exactly the same complaints. So it's not a new concern for the pandemic or for any technology. People have always complained that, you know, it's going to be the death of communication between people and the new generation are terrible. I think it's just part of that. But sorry, I just wanted to jump in. Back to your other question. Uh, sorry, I just want to add something to that. I think I think one of the biggest takeaways from this episode should really be is to finding like a balance with social media and like sort of being present in the moment because you're totally right. I mean, other people, you know, elsewhere in the world, even if, you know, the UK is sort of coming out of a lockdown, you might be stuck in a place where you can't see your friends or family and you want to like still engage with them online. And that's okay. But even like other things, like if you're, I don't know, at a pub and you want to take a picture and like, you know, put it up on Instagram or whatever, that's 
that's okay. Like, I don't think there should be that sort of, oh, I'm not being present in the moment. I think the important thing is to be like, okay, I've taken that picture. Now I'm going to have like a good chat with my friends. Like, I think it's important to find that balance between being online and being present in the moment. Yeah, because I can't seem to find that balance whatsoever. I was pretty much brought up like... You don't take pictures while you're at the table with someone. You don't even look away. Your attention's focused on them. And I mean, the more I've grown up, the more I'm like, well, because <laughs> I mean, now we have influencers who build a whole life on sort of taking photos, uploading them, like making contacts and stuff. And I think it's just as long as you're aware and they're aware that like this situation is going on everyone's okay with it then like there shouldn't be any issue and also if you're at a table with your friends and they say get off your phone or something you could be like really <laughs> like leave me alone or something because they're your friends you know you shouldn't sort of feel this pressure but um I feel like when it comes to lockdown I mean a lot of people struggled I'm, I'm I, I have yet to meet one person who hasn't mentally or physically been challenged throughout this whole pandemic but I've also really struggled, but it, it's very odd because because I have this anxiety, even going to lectures on campus, that was so like anxiety inducing. I was terrified. I was like shaking and like just really odd stuff like that when in normal sort of back in <laughs> the normal times, it was normal. But now obviously Zoom is normal and I just feel like it's going to have to have that balance of trying to get back onto campus whenever that is and trying just to sort of like accept that these feelings might come and that I have actually been working throughout all of this even though it sort of feels a bit sort of disjointed but I think I'm gonna miss like I'm gonna slightly miss the sort of disjointedness of it not actually meeting someone but even though I'm upset that I haven't actually met them so <laughs> make of that what you will <laughs> I think a lot of the nostalgia will come with like, you know, you, you you hear like your grandparents will be like, you don't know how tough it was back in the day. I think a lot of people will have like, will sort of enjoy like <laughs> reveling in that a bit, being like, well, at least it's not 2020. Uh, I think there will be that element. But I don't think I don't think I'm going to miss lockdown at all. Um, I've found I've not had a lot of anxiety about returning back to um, university or socializing. I have found that I'm worse at it. Like um, I definitely <laughs> can like have to keep myself in check to not get overexcited, if that makes sense, and be weird. Be like, hi, how are you? <laughs> um, I've definitely found that maybe that comes from a place of anxiety. Um, but I wouldn't say I'm intimidated by it. I'm just uh, like a puppy. I understand that feeling. Like what is going to happen? How am I going to, you know, you, you feel like that? So I can totally relate. I am going to mess it. I think we've established by this point that <laughs> we have like very different opinions from one another. We're like divided in two groups, which I love. Um, I'm going to mess being uh, away because it really gives you time to be with yourself. And I think that's something that we've all been needing for a while personally and I know I don't know like what you said Leah I don't know anybody who hasn't been affected by this and I don't know anybody who hasn't at some point enjoyed being by themselves even if it's not in a, in a happy place at some point I think just connect with yourself and I'm gonna miss it a little bit because uh there were days when you you just had nothing to do like you could physically there was nothing you could physically do or maybe engage with because it was you could go through your tasks for the day in literally two hours and it was just there was nothing so there was a lot of cooking <laughs> a lot of binge watching a lot of reading 
lot of exercise or maybe nothing at all. Um, I'm going to miss it a little bit, I think. I'll let you know by the end of the year how I feel about uh, being out, which I think is going to be really exciting for me <laughs> and for all of us. Um, okay, maybe you've convinced me, Claudia, that I am going to miss it. Um, I do sort of... Res- it, it- you, what you said about like having nothing to do and like that being complete like you've literally done everything you can do in your house and the kind of guilt three um doing nothing that came with it like I didn't feel bad about like spending like five hours on Animal Crossing consecutively or something because I was like I can't go outside it's fine um so maybe I'll miss that I'll miss the guilt free lifestyle I'm being like I'm gonna eat this chocolate because what else can I do? Like I did that a lot. <laughs> a lot of being like, ah, I'm in a pandemic. What what can you do? Um, but maybe that's something you can roll over into uh the post-pandemic life, like being saying to yourself, like, I deserve a day of doing nothing, like I deserve a proper break, no um feelings of guilt, just being like, I'm gonna do what I like. I don't care about my tasks and responsibilities today. Like you don't have to bring that doesn't have to end just because you're going back out into the world. I mean the world stopped. The, the world is really stopped and we're still here. We managed to figure out how to move forward. So nothing is gonna happen if you should stop for a day or two or maybe just an hour. Nothing is that important. And I have learned that over the past year and a half. Nothing is that important. And I gotta say now I feel like I want to let the world know about this entire episode. I want them to know about the three of you. I want them to know about this conversation. I want them to know that four of us in the middle of town in the UK are talking about what it means to be anxious about digital media and what it means to basically be humans, experiencing everything with, with these technologies. And what do you do? You post, you tweet. You send an email, you send a text, you use the platform to say that you're talking about what it means to be on the platform. That's totally fine. And I want to do it now. I'm not scared. I'm not pressured. I want to open my Instagram account and my Twitter and send out a tweet and an Instagram story to tell everybody that these girls have helped me figure out a way to not be that anxious and to not feel self-conscious about being on online. And I think I'm a little bit closer to finding that balance. And you're probably all going to see a tweet from me and tag you at some point and at the university and everybody at Sussex so that everybody knows that, yay, you've convinced me a little bit. <laughs> but I think the biggest takeaway is that whatever you do, it's fine. Whatever you decide to do, it's fine. You want to go back into life with the same digital media influences on your everyday task it's fine you don't want to do it just don't do it the most important thing is that you find whatever works for you and if you're having doubts about what it means to be so dependent or so anxious or maybe if you don't understand how this world works I think nobody knows <laughs> and I think that the people who actually know are still trying to figure it out and are still researching and making groundbreaking stories for us to know what it means to be in this world so that's pretty cool actually. Yeah well I mean this this is the stuff of history books and I mean I know we've been talking about COVID throughout this whole episode but I mean it is such a pivotal time in all of our lives and even just being students coming through all of this like I think it's something that we really should talk about because it's it's impacted so many people and in so many different ways that even just having the conversation it's actually got everyone thinking you know am I going to be okay with this am I already sort of okay with this and I think that in itself that realization is really gonna sort of impact our mental health not only as people but as students you know as 
empathetic people, it's important for us to uh, be positive and send out these positive vibes because like, <laughs> you, you know, there are a lot of people struggling through all of this. And I think because we can see, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, I think we've just got to keep it up until eventually it gets to some sort of semblance of normality because I mean at the end of the day this feels like the biggest lesson like I've ever had really it's just sort of coping but by myself in a very odd way yeah I think this year has been a, a learning a learning experience for everyone um and I would kind of yeah agree with what both of you are saying and um I think any experience you've had during the pandemic with digital media or otherwise is like completely fine if it's been an okay time for you and you've been like oh I don't really mind I could stay in here forever that's fine if you <laughs> are desperate you were out at the pub at 8am on Monday in the morning that's also okay like um yeah if you if you feel like social like digital media is the bane of your life and existence and you never want to go on there again like that's valid that's fair but if you feel like you can be on there and still be happy that's also fair um I think you can hear from just listen this is just four people and we all got completely different opinions and experiences with it so imagine how many other different ones there are and all of them are fine like I was trying to come up with something um really meaningful to say but I keep coming back to this idea that you guys have put in my head over the past few weeks when we were talking about this episode and especially uh today and it's what Hanani said and you guys fucked it up Leanne and Catherine it's like it's fine whatever you want to do it's fine because I think we've reached to a very important point in this conversation and it's that we can have a choice as to where where we stand inside those digital media platforms inside the digital world. And sometimes we, we're not aware of that. We don't realize that we have the power to decide where do we want to stand on that? How much is it going to be in our lives? How much are we going to let it be in our lives? And not make such a big deal out of it. I double think, well, <laughs> three months ago when I used to be on social media, I used to spend like 20 minutes thinking if I should post a simple story about a sunset or if I should write this caption or the other caption, or uh, if I should just write this email or check this online magazine, because I was so guilty about using it and about making a presence in that world. And I wanted to make it right. And I wanted to, to be, you know, like, or what meaningful or important, or I don't know, it, it sounds so silly now, but it's what you guys said. It's not that important, just do it. It, it doesn't have to be your entire life, the way that you present yourself in this in this world and the way that you use this world to do whatever it is that you want to do in your life, whether it's work or meet other people or just be happy and silly with, with whatever platform you're on. And that is very important to me now because I know now that I don't have to be, this sounds like a counseling session that you all are like trying to oh, come on, let's help you out with your digital media anxiety. I mean, this has turned out into like, a, I feel like I'm on a very, very nice shield out counseling session right now, which is not at all what we're going for, but it, I feel like that. So thank you all very much and send me your invoice because I think I have to, you got to, you got to bill me for this, for real. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I mean, it, it wasn't what we were going for. And, you know, we were talking about, so many different topics and it got very heavy but I mean at the end of it you know we wanted to we want to spread you know awareness and you know positive vibes and it's okay to struggle and it's okay not to but I think because we're coming out of it all of these emotions have just sort of been dug up and it yeah it's, it's emotional and it's sort of a bit scary saying that it's emotional but 
yeah, it's a journey, as they say. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's something, you know, a lot of people needed to hear that, you know, just being able to hear like, it's okay, you know, whatever you're doing, whatever you're not doing, it's fine, you're, you're doing okay. Like we've, we've been in the middle of a pandemic for the last year, you know, whether you've been completely online or not at all, like all of that is perfectly fine. And I'm glad we've like, you know, helped you out, Claudia. Yeah, we won't be sending you an invoice anytime soon. It's okay. <laughs> it's free. Of, this, this session is free. Um, uh, yeah, it's been nice. To, it's always nice talking about this kind of thing. Um, I wonder if that is uh, something I'll, people will feel nostalgic for is that like everyone was going through the same thing at the same time, if that makes sense. It has been a huge collective experience, even though we've all been apart, just kind of weird to think about. Um, and yeah, it's been nice talking about it. Now I feel uh, that I have a little bit more wisdom to share with everybody. <laughs> like all these things that you 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 think about, and they look so you know like this is obvious. This is so obvious. Like take things slow. Don't jump. Don't jump back into your physical life. You're feeling anxious. Uh, whatever it is that you do. I mean, there are like so many tips that you guys have given me, and I'm sure that there are so many others that you haven't given me and you will now uh, to end up this episode but the idea that the three of you have all of these different opinions and have fished in with so many different ways to look at the, the very same phenomenon is amazing and the fact that we get to do that uh, on this episode and people out there might hear about it it's pretty much worth my day and probably my entire month and probably my entire experience so far um, at this at this at this school so yeah we did have some um tips if anyone was particularly struggling and yeah as claudia said it's literally just take things slow don't jump right back into like the whole schedule and think that you could just you know just pick up from where you left off and enjoy the freedom i already know people have been down the pub and like as soon as it opened up <laughs> um also just Eventbrite, that was a site that really helped me throughout the whole thing. You know, booking in just events online, it just helped me sort of try to schedule in what could be possible. Um, and also if you're a student, if you're not, just reach out if you're struggling within the transition. Um, also one thing that's really helped me is increasing like my walks, like going out doing fitness and stuff like that. Just Just changing the scenery and sort of preparing for what might possibly just be solidly socializing which seems quite scary now that I'm thinking about it um but yeah I mean just just take your time because we were talking about digital media obviously but the integration to try and go back into normal life I mean it's it's simple things like reading a newspaper instead of like reading apps and stuff and just taking fake news as you know true which it just isn't take photos with a camera not on your phone um lower your screen time by simply going out for walks yet again get your daily walk in um and also integrate digital relationships with zoom into normal life like that was, zoom's been a lifesaver i mean the amount of weird things <laughs> i've done with my friends like baking sessions like watching anime on zoom like it's just it will be a lifesaver and it gives you something new to sort of look forward to rather than seeing someone face to face and taking that interaction but also doing it in a way that's convenient for you I mean this whole thing's literally just about you and what works for you but hopefully some of those tips help someone if we can all establish that it has helped me a lot <laughs> by this point and it's so difficult to discuss digital media because there's so many things and the fact that age of all of the experiences around digital media are different but yet they're pretty much you know the same 
like the big it's a big deal it brings out so much good it brings out a lot of things that are not necessarily good um but it's there it's it's there and if we choose like everything else in life if we choose to look at it for the positive things that it has and focus on that and not on the bad side then we can have a better relationship with it and i think i apply that to my life a lot like okay so this is what you have are you gonna be upset about it or are you gonna try and you know bring the best out of it you know like the silver lining of it all and it doesn't have to be any different with digital media there might be a lot of debate about whether or not you want to go analog or you want to go <laughs> into a blackout uh whether it is that you want to you need to or it's like you're gonna try it to see what happens and there are a lot of people who don't have any digital uh, apparatus they don't use it and they're fine and they they worked around it and also that is their choice so i guess we can say that the takeaway from this episode is whatever you do fine whatever you choose to do is fine and you can always have the same you know anxieties and work through it and feel guilty or feel happy and it's not a big deal it's just a world that's been there for a while and on the for the past year has been a little bit more present so you are a little bit more aware of it than yourself and the world outside your window but when you realize, and I'm speaking now uh, for everybody, not just for me, when you realize that you can separate yourself from that world because it's always been there. And now we are just more aware of it and we should have to be more aware of ourselves. Simply as that. Yeah, I mean, I'm just very thankful to just have the conversation, just have it out there, to be honest, because it has been a rough year. And I mean, even just starting your podcast, I mean, the amount of discussions that have just led to like so many existential things that it's just it's helped us all. And I think that's probably going to reflect in just our mental health, even in our work. And I'd, yeah, just a huge thank you, really. Well, perfect. This has been great. Great. And now I'm thinking if I should tell you to follow the podcast because we have new episodes every week, follow us on social media and engage with us through email or messaging. And this sounds like a sponsor ad and it goes back to all the ideas that we've been discussing throughout the episode. But if you're out there listening, you've been at all move or touch or you found all of this relatable, then I think it's a good moment for me to say, yeah, you do all those things that the ads tell you to do at the end of podcast and just follow us, send us comments or whatever you like, because at the end of the day, we want to know that somebody out there is, you know, touched by what we just said and that whatever you do, it's fine. You're not alone with all of your anxiety and we're all in the digital media world and we're just going to hang around here with each other talking about what it means to be in it and Hopefully one day, 20 years from now, we'll have better answers. But for today, I think we have the ones that we need. And maybe I'll come back and make a really good post about all of this episode. Maybe not. We'll see. You guys have been great. Thank you so much for being here for us, for me, and for having this amazing time. I could not ask for a better team. Thank you, Catherine, Leah, and Hanani. If you've enjoyed this podcast, have an idea that you'd love to discuss, and want to get involved, please email on the record mah at gmail.com. This has been an MAH production.